Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Hello again guys, good morning, good afternoon, good evening or good night and welcome to another episode of the Brocast Podcast. My name is Thomas and sitting across all the way in his house, he's my bro and he's your bro too. Give it up for Alan. It's your bro, it's me, it's Alan. Good to have everyone here yet again for another fun-filled podcast hilarity of listeners. Tom, how are you? Is that a word? Listeners, it is now. I've just created it. I created a word. <laughs> listen this. Listening of the ears. Using one's ears to listen. Well, as Alan said, guys, we are back. And as we said a couple of episodes ago, we're giving you four episodes. And this is number three for February. Because if you checked us out only a few days ago, we put up our uh, episode uh, number 85, which is our TBK vault of uh, New Jack and Vic Grimes in the scaffold match. And also Taker losing the world heavyweight title. Alan just made a face. What do you want to say there? Uh, just that match in general between uh, New Jack and Vic Grimes is just a... As New Jack was, wanted to kill him at mm. that particular moment, and it was just watching Vic Grimes go splat. Our commentary doesn't do any justice, but it's just a very disturbing thing to watch. And also the, uh, the uh, Undertaker in the um, uh, Elimination Chamber match uh, that match in alone, Undertaker being set alight on his way down to the ring was absolutely mental because we, we had no idea about it. And we talked about it on the show, and you can actually see as Undertaker's rushing down to the ring, he's throwing off his hat, he's throwing off his coat, and he's got people coming up to him, referees, uh, trainers, just doubt, he's just dousing himself with, with water. And you can actually see his skin during the match bubbling. It was quite disturbing. And I think he was one of the last ones to actually get in and actually start competing. So he had to stand there for, what, 25 minutes just dousing himself, probably stinging and burning, and -hmm. still go out there and do the finish and drop the championship to Chris Jericho. So, But that's, again, the episode, guys, that we dropped on uh, Sunday, on Valentine's Day. Mm, How was your Valentine's Day, Al? Quite because of uh, what's going on right now down here in uh, Australia. It was um, our... 
we just recently have just uh, just of late, guys, uh, our state of Victoria went into lockdown for uh, five days. So we are still in it as we as we're talking about this Wednesday, and it finishes tomorrow. Mm. So, but the uh, Valentine's Day was very quiet. Spent some time with the missus, and we were going to go out, but we just took a walk instead. How about yours? Well, you know me, Al. <laughs> I go all out. <laughs> so you slept in bed while your missus got up with the kids, and you then rolled over and shit the bed? <laughs> the thing is, I'd love to say no, but that did happen, so, you know. You, you, you shit the bed, or <laughs> no, you No, I was going to say, because I said, oh, that's the that's it. I tied it up for you. you know, it's happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah, I need so help. I can't, it's actually, the... it's really hurting. Um, yeah. So you're implying you tied a little bow on your wang. Is that is that what we're saying? I was going to say, it's a pretty big bow I had to use, but, uh, yeah, well, no, not really. Dental floss. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know where the end of it. I kept tying it, and then I actually don't know where the string actually stopped. Yeah, well... We can work it out. <laughs> yeah, all right. Uh, how long are we? We're not even, what, how, we're about a few minutes into our show, and for some reason we're talking about your packer for some reason. Mm. Well, it's, it's, mm. the love, it's, it's the love season, El. What is? It's the love season. It's Valentine's Day. It's love season, it, I it, say. It's, it's over. It's done. Mm. Okay. Mm. So if you want to put dental floss on your dick, you know, more power to you. God bless. Whatever. Just keep it to yourself all right it's just, it just helps getting those bits that you might miss so what uh, no, helps, with the floss, helps with the flossing of the teeth darling <laughs> it works for both of us <laughs> no i had a pretty quiet one as well we actually did a we did dinner and a movie at home and we actually watched wonder woman uh, the first one because we actually both hadn't seen it and we actually really enjoyed it i actually enjoyed that movie and even though i was getting questions about who was who and is this like Marvel? And I'm like, no, it's not. It's a different universe. I don't want to get into an argument here, but it's DC. <laughs> let's, let's, yep. Well, I, I must say, probably out of the DC movies mm. that came out, um, Man of Steel, okay. Uh, Dawn of Justice, okay. Mm. Um, but Wonder Woman was cool. I, I very much enjoyed Wonder Woman when it when it, I actually went and saw it at the cinemas when it came out and enjoyed it quite a lot. It was actually a really good movie. Um, but then also Shazam, the movie mm. that, uh, as well too. I really enjoyed that one. It was actually fun to actually you could feel like you could take your kids to that movie. It wasn't too serious. It wasn't like the brooding Batman. I'm angry, Alfred, uh, Martha. Anyway, that that thing, excuse my French, that <laughs> pissed me off so much in Dawn of Justice. I mean, no, we're doing a bit of comic book talking here, guys. Um, movie stuff. It is just purely like, what is this trash? What are we talking about here? The, the only reason why Superman and Batman stop fighting, because their mamas are named Martha. Yeah. Shit writing. Shit writing right there, mate. Just bad. Well, I um, actually own the ultimate edition of that movie. I bought it about two weeks ago, which is it actually it's a three hour plus film. Um, it's got a lot of new scenes, but that Martha stuff's still heavily there. But even before that point, like I'm only two hours in, and I feel I'm exhausted. Like it's a massive film, and Batman kills everyone in this film. Like this is stuff that they took out. There's f bombs dropped. There's swearing in the film, and I'm like, if this is what this movie's like, I cannot wait for Justice League. 
you know, when that comes out in a few weeks, I cannot wait for that. And I'm trying to research, like, how do we in Australia watch HBO Max? Because we don't have that here. So I don't know how we're going to end up, you know, being able to watch it. Because, um, yeah, we're not like other countries that have that streaming service. So I don't know how we'll end up getting it. Uh, there'd be a way to find it. People will probably be streaming it somehow. So you'd be mm. able to pick it up somewhere. Um, but, yeah, and also the second movie that came out uh, just maybe a month ago, maybe two months, I think it was a month ago, uh, mm. was Wonder Woman 2. And that was a, it was okay. It was good. Um, I actually, uh, was it Pesto uh, Perels, uh, the guy who plays the Mandalorian. I think I had to mm. say his name right. I think I butchered it. But he, um, he's fantastic in that movie. And it, a lot of people going, a lot of, uh, the chubby neckbeards that live in their basement, in their mama's basements, um, were very much against this movie because it was done by a female director and a lot of these movies especially because you know it's done by a female director they have vastly they think that it's implying that the men in the in these movies are idiots mm. it's because sometimes uh, us as men homo sapien apes shave down apes that we are are idiots so a lot of guys looking at this movie going I don't like that I feel, I feel masculine. I, I feel like I'm being taken, something's taken away from me. What about me? Hey, huh? Oh, she's, she's making fun of me. I'm gonna. It makes me feel uncomfortable. I'm gonna say something on the internet. Um, how about rubbing the, the Cheetos and the dust of you know of the Doritos as well to your fat shit and go away. You know, no one gives a shit. Just. Go away. I don't care if, if I'm affecting somebody right now listening to our podcast. Maybe have a good look at yourself in the mirror, mate, because, you know, it's just, it's meant to be comedy. It's meant to be mm. having a bit of a fun. Um, we know that we are sometimes, we, that we shave down apes that we are. We can be some real <clears throat> moments in our lives. But if you look at it, the, the action in those types of movies are fantastic. Mm. Well, I enjoyed it. Like watching it with my wife. Like it, we have a, you know, as Alan knows, we have a young daughter, so it's like she loves Wonder Woman. And there's a few scenes in that movie. I'm like, if my daughter walked in on this, she would love this. Like when she stands up on that battlefield and just charges down. I'm like, that's the type of stuff. Like this isn't Superman. This isn't Batman. You know, we need a strong female figure because you know Captain Marvel's doing some great stuff in Marvel, and DC's always had that. You know, with uh, with Wonder Woman, and I really enjoyed it. Like, I actually clapped after. I'm like, that was really good. I enjoyed that film from top to bottom. I like the. Me- I stood up and I'm like, oh my god, stand up, babe. And she goes sit down. I'm, yeah, I sat back down because I was being a bit loud. So no, I was cheering, but. <laughs> Did I do it right, babe? Yes. <laughs> you a little thumbs up for me. She goes, "What are you doing? Oh, I'm just cheering on a powerful woman role." Yeah, in a movie. Did I do it right? No, but I definitely loved it. It was a great film. Definitely would watch it again, and I haven't seen the second one. I'm keen to check it out. It was check on at the drive... When I went to the drive-in a few weeks ago, it was on the second screen, and I was avoiding looking across to see any spoilers, so... Why? Yeah. I, I didn't want to spoil it, though. I would have uh, changed it. What were you watching? What was the other movies that you were so watching? So we went the... and saw The Croods 2. All right. That's yep. good. I like that one. It had me in there as a man bun guy. It looks exactly like me, the whole film. The Ryan Reynolds character? No, that's the... No, he's the younger guy. This is... They go into it and meet a new family, 
and uh, the actual husband and wife, the husband looks identical to me. Man, barn, beard. I'm like, is yeah, Nicholas Cage in this movie as well? Yeah, he's is the he dad. He's, yeah. he's the dad. He's returned. Okay. Yeah, it's a good film. Um, I should have just set up a camera and just videotaped one one, but I thought, no, I won't do that. So. Table. <laughs> yeah, <don't... laughs> and then I realised there would be no audio. So. Yeah, no. You'd be you doing, oh, look at me. I'm Wonder Woman. Hey, I'm going to be a strong person. Here we go. If I filmed it, it would have been the crude's loud audio over the top of the videotaping of Wonder Woman. So, yeah, strike that. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Tom the Idiot. Hey, bro, okay. you want a copy of Wonder Woman 2? I've got a copy for you, bro. Put it in the no, DVD. What the hell? Like, no, nah, mate, it's on streaming services. Thanks <laughs> very much. I can watch it like that. DVD? Okay, Grandpa. Could you watch it on what? Apple or no, what, I Chrome? I went to the cinemas. I actually went to the Did cinemas it? to say it was great. With, with your hands in your pocket or? No. I'm not the pervert <laughs> like you. He goes to the popcorn. He, he actually goes to the movies by himself and then puts a popcorn on himself and hopes someone comes along <laughs> and plays with the milk dud. <laughs> oh, I think I'll find the prize. <laughs> Tom's the only guy in the cinemas that goes to the movies, cuts the hole in the popcorn and then places on his crutch and goes, who wants popcorn? And then realizes there's no one else in the in the, in the actual uh, cinemas. So he goes, might as well have a wank in the cinemas. I don't want to get on me popcorn. Oh, I've got a kernel in me, in me knob. <laughs> That's Tom's new name, Colonel Knob. I've got too many names, bro. Add it to the list then. Shitbag idiot. All right, what are we doing, bro? We're doing another wrestling podcast. Jesus Christ, you think we might be doing something different, guys, but nah. We're doing something that we've gone back to the well yet again and again and again and again. We're doing wrestling and we're doing Raw from February February's 17th, 2003. And this marks wrestling companion number 57. So we've done over 57 watch-along wrestling shows to the likes of WCW, the NWA, TNA, ECW, the World Wrestling Federation, and our current day WWE. So we want you to load up your WWE network, go across to Raw 2003, and then February 17th, as Alan said. Now, before we actually kick in to this Watch Long Wrestling Companion, here are two great podcasts that we think you guys will definitely enjoy as much as we do. Hey, it's Chris from Marking Out, the only online listening experience in the world. Join myself, Dave, and social media influencer Brandon as we release a weekly podcast that covers the world of professional wrestling. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on all major podcasting applications, follow us on Twitter at MarkNout, and watch all of our great videos at youtube.com slash MarkNout11. And as always, we wish you the best of luck in your future endeavors. What's up, y'all? This is Jay from the Get Joe Podcast. We're a group of four Filipino dudes from the Chicagoland area who simply loves wrestling. With our podcast, we call things how we see it, and we do it in an entertaining fashion. We, we're critical of the things that we don't like. We applaud the things that we like. We have plenty of heated discussions. We have a sweaty session every week, and we make damn sure that there are a lot of get Joe moments in each show. If you don't know what that is, remember Dolph Ziggler? It should have been me. Man, if you don't get your t- wannabe telenovela actor looking ass out here, that's what Get Show is. You'll be leaving each show 
with a bunch of laughs. Follow us every week on all podcast platforms. Follow us on Twitter at Get Your Podcast. Give us a try. All right, guys, we are back. Do you have your network ready? Alan, I think you should give us that countdown. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let us get ready to press play in five, four, three, two, one. So while this is loading up, Elle, have you watched this show recently or is this the first well, first time since the last time? Probably the first time in the last time, I, um, mm. what you just said there. I have not watched this in quite a while. And, um, oh, the the song. They're ready to fall. Who sang this song? I think it was Union Underground. That's it. They're actually, I think they may have done another wrestler's theme song. But this song was featured on the, uh, I think it was Forcible Entries soundtrack. This sounds wrong, Forcible Entry. Yeah, we've talked about that before, eh? how that you had a game called Shut Your Mouth and Forcible Entry come out. But, you know. And here, come, and here, <laughs> and here comes the pain. Yep. <laughs> and ruthless aggression. There's the classic Raw stage, guys. Yes. What was the main reason why we wanted to do this show? Do you remember? Well, we, we talked about it, didn't we? Yeah, well, this um, is on. This is the final stop before No Way Out, I believe. Yes, it is. And the Texas Rattlesnake is returning. And he's taking on ECE, Eric Bischoff. Well, that would have been Austin's first appearance since he left in, what, the middle of 2002, took his ball and took off. We've got the main event for tonight. It is Triple H and Batista take on Scott Steiner and the Booker T. And we got Ric Flair and a very young Randy Orton with hair behind Triple H. <laughs> What's your take on a face, Scott Steiner? I don't like it. Mm. I liked it. Not the big, bad, booty daddy. He was always meant to be a heel. But the old Steiner brother, um, where he and his brother teamed up as the Steiner brothers, mm. it's fine to be. They were cool. They're like the, the Road Warriors from back in the day. They were actually quite fun to watch those guys like beat up people, enhancement on Jim Crocker promotions and stuff. Yeah, so, I do agree. Like one of my favorite ones was when he was the full fledged heel when he was first becoming the world champion. You know, big papa yes. pump, you know, just looking he jacked at the girls with Badeja and was just F bomb this, F bomb that. And I think he was the one that actually retired a lot of the legends at that time, from DDP to Kevin Nash to Bill Goldberg. So when the company ended up, it was just Booker T was like the main guy left. He went through everybody. Mm. He went through everybody. Booker T at the last uh, show, he took on Scott Steiner and became world champion. Champion versus champion, US versus world title that we covered on our TBK vault from September, I think, two years ago. That's right. We have done that one. Because we did a September show, but it was actually an April show. Oh, yeah. Good on us. So here you're getting a preview thing. here of No yes. Way Out. We'll have Kane and Van Dam against Regal and Storm, but I believe the match occurring now is Storm and Van Dam on Raw, which is what they kind of still do today where they'll take a tag team match and put single stars against one another to kind of build it up to see who gets the one up before going into a major pay-per-view and a clash of ECW here. 
yes, uh, some old school ECW uh, brethren here. Uh, they would have had some excellent matches their time in ECW. But also in Lance Storm's corner is William Regal, and in RVD's corner is Kane. All these guys, I think, besides Lance Storm, have been on this show several times. Well, I think the first time we covered Lance Storm might have even actually been that WCW when he was partnered up with Mike Awesome on the final Nitro because they were kind of like the offshoot or the last remnants of the Team Canada team that they had at that time period. But these two actually faced off on the very first ECW pay-per-view, Barely Legal, in the opening matchup with Van Damme getting the win. That is correct. And uh, referee Earl Hebner in the ring. Let's see if he'll get involved and do any uh, somersault planches or 450 splashes or just trip over his own two feet. <laughs> talking to his wrist on the side there and, yeah, talking to his sleeve. And... Yeah. It, well, that's how he communicates to the wrestlers, by talking into his shoulder. <laughs> to think Lance Storm, like how many championships he won in WCW, and I think we did touch on it before, that he had, what, three belts at the same time when he was the in, a, what, the US, the Hardcore, and I think the Cruiserweight. That is correct, yes. And I think there was a Nitro where oh, he actually geez. tried to... Um, he tried to take the world title from Booker T at that time period. So he tried to win four belts at the same time. That is correct. And it's but it's it's weird watching Lance Storm with with, with the uh, with the red trunks because this the Lance Storm that I remember from ECW teaming up with Just Incredible always had the the uh, the tights the pants. So see him running around with the trunkles on. Interesting. Yeah, because he used to have the two-tone colour. It would either be like when he was in Team Canada, it was the red and white. ECW is more black and green or green and blue. But I think it was probably, my mindset is maybe it was just to make Regal and him look more similar as a team or make them dress similar in similar colours. Because Regal had, I think, the UK flag on his left side, where Storm really had no no Canadian anything on his tights, but did carry his flag with him as he came out. Because these guys were the offshoot of the Un-Americans tag team. That is correct. RVD just implying there that back in the old ECW days, Lance Storm and RVD having their feuds. Hulk Hogan's in the crowd tonight too, guys. I don't know if you noticed that. He's right in the back there. No, I can hear. He's about four rows back. Eh? What the hell? What the? Hell? Is... What the? He really touched his hair there. The cane jumping around well, he... up there. I'm gonna get in. Let me get in. Come on. And if you just saw her on the uh, the top right corner, that we will miss you, Mr. Perfect sign, because Mr. Perfect, I think, passed away only a few days ago from this event. That's right. He uh, had a heart attack, didn't he? Hmm. Hogan is uh, hulking up in the crowd there right now too, guys and gals. What you going to do? Sit down, mate. Sit down. He's got, the, uh, he's got the American American feathers too, not the red and yellow the, feathers. Yeah, the, he's got the, yeah, the, the feather bulbers. It's very uh, Mr. America style. Because we always knew that Hulk Hogan wasn't Mr. America. He was somebody completely different. Well, this is actually the year that Mr. America came in to WWE. Because at that year's WrestleMania, yeah, that was Vincent Hum Hogan. And then Mr. America came, what, I think a couple of months after that. Well, because Hogan got fired, and then uh, he he was very close friends with Mr. America, and Mr. America made his you know, ring debut. 
very similar uh, wrestling to Hogan. They must have gone to the same wrestling school, I think. Yes, I'm going to go with that. It's still real to me, damn it. <laughs> I was about to say, do I tell him that they were the same guy, or do I let him believe it? <laughs> you know, if I had the chance to ask Hulk Hogan that when they met him all those years ago, I should have. When you see Mr. America, can you say hello from me, Alan from Australia? Bye. Like, <laughs> yeah, no <laughs> do you think we're the same person, or you think we're separate? Um, Se separate. What? <laughs> separate. Yeah, good. Keep believing, brother. Pats me on the head. Sends me on my way. Just pats you on the head. <laughs> Thanks. Good on you, brother. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thank you, daddy. <laughs> you need to walk away. Okay. <laughs> I'm last in line. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. <laughs> Where are you heading after this, that. Hulk? Where are you heading after this? He gets his Tyson Tomko uh, security guy. Gets. Oh, he'll look out. That's it. If you ever, I'm going to put that photo back up, guys. When the time I met Hulk Hogan, and the security fella that is right in the picture next to Hogan looks like Tyson Tomko. He was jacked up, all tattooed up too. That fella. Yes, he but was. See, see, but see how we're joking about this. That I reckon it does. It has to happen in this world, though. That there's fans that just get like that. Like, where are you going to be after the show? Where are you staying? And the thing I've been seeing online recently is what people sending letters to people's homes. Do not send stuff to my address. Send it to the performance center. And I'm like, oh, they're sending it to family of that person. Like they're getting a brother's yeah. address or a mother's address or a cousin. I'm like, holy, what is going on? It's COVID time and it's maybe making the crazies a little bit more crazy. Rolling Thunder. Oh, wow. And then there was that thing, what, a few months ago now where that guy broke into Sonia Deville's house and was in her home trying to find her and they had to call the police and... And then even he's tried to go after her again, and oh, it's just eerie, very I eerie. Would, I wouldn't want to mess with her. She'd probably mess you up, she would, mm. with good reason. I mean, I'll let her smack me around. I'll be okay with it. <laughs> I, I, broke your window, I broke your window to get in. A punch. I broke my <laughs> neck. <laughs> I broke your window, now you break my neck. Oh, jeez. Just wriggle over selling there. Very much oversell, and then bumps into Kane. Yep, bloody idiot. RVD was too busy looking at Kane. <laughs> so we also saw a few moments ago Lance Storm applying the single leg crab, which was his finisher, I believe, still at this time with the five stars wrong splash from RDD to, and that's it. That's it. This normally leaves an omen right here so most of the time, to, you know, just before a pay-per-view. If the good guy gets a win over the bad guy, sometimes doesn't mean good things will happen to the good guys at the pay-per-view. And from memory, I don't believe Van Dam and Kane won. I think they did lose that matchup. Yep. Whoa. Here's a question. You know, like, you think of Kane's had so many tag team partners from, like, Van Dam, Hurricane, The Undertaker. Kane is a tag, Kane is a single. Which one do you like? I can, uh, I have to say, both. I really mm. enjoyed both. Um, but his first tag team, I think I really sort of enjoyed because his personality came out was with X-Puck. 
back in the late nineties. Yes. What's RVD wearing? He's wearing like something like a uh, a grandpa would wear. HBK. HBK. Yeah, sorry, HBK. Yeah. There's Jeff. Oh, and then we've got EZE. And I think it was Vince McMahon that made the announcement. And this is again, there's Vince, or what's his name? Eric Bischoff's losing respect from the wrestlers on Raw. And yeah, Vince said, We're going to shake things up a bit. Austin's coming back, and we're going to do yourself and Austin at No Way Out. That's the same No Way Out that featured The Rock and Hogan in the main event. Hollywood, oh, Hollywood Rock. Mm. Ooh. They build that show as a triple main event, similar to the fully loaded 2000 show where you had, what, Taker and Kurt, Y2J, Triple H, and then Benoit Rock, world title main event. This had Austin Bischoff, Hogan Rock, Steiner, Triple H. So they build it as three mega main events going in. But also, Kurt Angle was the WWE champion, and he teamed up with Team Angle to take on the team of Edge, Benoit, and Brock Lesnar. That same no no way out show. I have forgotten about that. I'm I'm gonna have to check this out. On the recent <clears throat> debut episode of Kurt Angle Show, the Kurt Angle Show on Apple iTunes, he actually talked about that matchup, the six man tag, where he got drilled into the turnbuckle, and that's where he actually injured his neck. But it was from this Sunday's yep. main event matchup. Good show, but it was meant to be a six man tag but they wrote Edge's character out of that match and made it a handicap. So it was Lesnar and Benoit against Kurt Angle, Kurt, Shelton, Benjamin, and Charlie Haas on the final stop because Brock won that year's Rumble earlier this year. That is correct, yes. He eliminated The Undertaker. Undertaker was the last He and was the last one, yep. That was a good Rumble, that, because the final four was Kane, Taker, Batista, and Lesnar. Like, that's nice. out, four massive powerhouses in that one. Chief Morley, here we go. Hello, oh. ladies. <laughs> I was going to say hello, ladies. <laughs> He's got a black Come, eye. Comes out with a suit with a towel on. Yep. Comes out with a suit and a towel on. Well, Val Venus, come on, Al. No, it's Chief Morley. They're, they're not the same guy. They're two different people. Don't take oh, this away oh. from me. Oh, here no. we go. Got a black uh, eye. Must have been. Uh, the, uh, uh, Val Venus, David Val Venus, right to center. Chief Morley are four different people. They're not the same guy. That'd be an idiot. We know that Big Val is Val Venus, but Chief Morley is different. Chief Morley has got uh, Val Venus has got long hair. Chief Morley doesn't. Idiot. No, Val cut his hair short when he was with Trish Stratus. Al. And he had techno music when he came out, but he was still Val Venus then. Okay, whatever. It, you know, staying the obvious right there. But they're still different. They're two different people, okay? So really the gist of this is that both Bischoff and Chief Molly were reinstated only if Bischoff took the match against Stone Cold, which is definitely happening. But now okay. they want to make an example because they feel disrespected by the audience, they feel disrespected by the fans, and they want to take their frustrations out on someone here um, in the Raw Arena. Yep. 
I'm so behind think, uh, too with um with eighty three weeks. I haven't checked it out in so long now. Yeah, it's okay. Take some time. Uh, there, there's some good ones. I'm just wondering why Val Venus has got the black eye. Did he mouth off about women's wrestling again or something? I'm not saying anything. Why are you too afraid? Are you? What the uh, ladies do in the ring now? I'm also a fat blob and sits on my computer, ladies. No, I got no time for it. No, actually, he's not a fat blob anymore. He actually looks like he's quite anorexic. So, you know, I got no time for Val. And I think supposedly his actual social media has been deactivated as well. His Twitter and stuff like that for um, things that he was putting up. Yeah, he was putting up some not very nice things. Mm. Oh, we're going to be talking about HBK and Jeff Hardy. Oh, we're going to tag match. Oh, here we go. Christian and Chris Jericho. Yeah, see, I would have done it differently. I would have made them face each other. It's like if you wanted to make it, you know, a personal thing, you make them face each other then. So someone has to win. Like, I get it because they were feuding with Jericho and Christian, but they could have done a run-in or something. But I always thought when I watched this the other day, I'm like, why wouldn't you just book them one-on-one and just have, you know, the heels run in? But... Oh, you're a booker now, are you? You know how to book wrestling, do you? Uh, yeah, I'm a fantasy booker. I've got my company's called um, Tom Championship Wrestling. <laughs> I'm champion all the time. I have all the belts. I'm the men's champion. I'm the women's champion. I'm the cruiserweight champion. I'm the tag team champion. Yeah. <laughs> Wanker. <laughs> oh, the, oh, what's going on here? The Dudley boys put Bischoff, no, Morley, through a table last week. Okay? And because of okay. that, Bischoff being reinstated, it says, I don't want the Dudley boys here tonight. But tonight, we're going to do three minute warning and Rico against Spike Dudley. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> It's not not very bloody fair. I was watching, uh, what was it, some WCW old Nitro the other day when Bischoff tried to come back as a face. This is like 99. And I'm like, this is around the time that he really wanted to buy the company and re-push it. But looking at it at the timeline, I'm like, this stuff, Raw would be killing it every week. There's just no way that Nitro is competing against this with... Even the way Kevin Nash would cut promos was just like, it's fun. It's not it's not a job. Oh, yeah, I'll do this. Powerbomb him. Can I be champ? Oh, I'm a champion. Yep, cool. Just, and Flair was crazy then, too. Like, Flair was good, but he was just a crazy gimmick. They had him doing different things, and I'm like, there's just no way. his jacket off and start wrestling his jacket in the ring and start dropping elbows on it, dropping knee drops. Yeah. Well, I was watching the Nitro when he got put into the Insane Asylum. And there was a show that I was watching last night where he's actually watching Nitro from the Insane Asylum, and I'm like, "What is going on here? Like, this is just okay. I guess this is what this is what Nitro was doing to try and compete." But they were throwing like shit against the wall, and then seeing if anything stuck and if anything could work. And presumably, it didn't really do anything that much because the those 83 weeks were long gone.
Now, Bischoff just dropping that he isn't going to wait till Sunday to compete because he's, he is yes. also going to be wrestling tonight. So we're going to have three matches just in itself being uh, announced right now. I'm not going to lie, actually going to the show to meet Eric. Oh, here we go. He's calling out Austin already. Good save there. Put the sign down, please. Put the sign down. <laughs> what were you saying about Bischoff on the show? Well, we went and saw him. Mm. We, we went to his show, it was about two years ago? Yeah. That was a fantastic uh, night, that was. And I feel like to say two years ago, like that feels so long ago in the COVID world. Like, I'm like, no, it was yes. last year. And then I'm like, no, wait a minute. We were home most of last year, so it couldn't have been last year. I think you could kick his ass, JR. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> JR just gets up, flips him off like that. Yeah, shut on, yeah, you bitch. Just JR just dropping. We got Stevie Richards and. Victoria. Yeah, and she recently returned in the Women's Royal Rumble only a couple of weeks ago too. It was actually quite cool because she, um, on her social media, on her Instagram, I think it was, she was in it having a bunch of photo, selfies with other like other wrestlers and um, female wrestlers and male wrestlers, which was really cool. And then you've got Jazz, yeah. she's over there in Impact Wrestling now, too. So both of these women are still wrestling today. Very cool. And they got Stevie Richards with your tights. Yeah, well, the eyebrows. That's correct. I still, actually, they're just over there. So Kiss, just keep them, okay? Do you want to have a look? Or... No. I'm just, I'm just airing, they're a bit wet, so. What is this is Is this three shows in a row? Mm-hmm. that we've had Miss Jackie on. You chose these shows, and I think there's a reason why. I figured it out, bro. And it's, you actually like <sighs> both these women, though. You like both these girls here. Yeah, but there's there's the top half and the, and the back half, so yes. Oh, my Lord, King. She's one little spitfire, isn't she there, JL? <laughs> <laughs> women, they're only used for one thing, JR. I love that move. The Widow's Peak. Great move. So it's a tag team match. Yeah. I'm trying to think what the card was at No Way Out to see if Jazz got a title shot, but I believe at that year's WrestleMania, I think I could be wrong, but I think it had Trish, Victoria, and Jazz for the Women's Championship at WrestleMania 19. I think you might be right on that one. And hear, that it's a, hear the song, they've actually taken the lyrics out of it. Of the yeah, this is her song. old theme. Yeah, this is her. Uh, she, she no longer has all the things she said by, I think it was Tattoo, the uh, Russian um, schoolgirls. That was a very interesting music video back in the day. Do you remember it? <clears throat> yes, I do well. Yes, you do. I think everyone, I think everyone at a young age remembers that especially the controversy it mixed up especially because both of them were from Russia and it's a crime over there to be uh, gay or or a lesbian 
So I'm looking at the No Way Out 2003 card, and none of these women competed that Sunday. So there was no women's championship match. Okay, wow. So this is, again, just Weird. really pushing the fact that at WrestleMania they would have done a match. Were there uh, any women's wrestlers? <clears throat> there was no women's match at No Mercy. Oh, no, no way out at all. No. Okay. Yeah, so that year's WrestleMania, Trish Stratus defeated Victoria, the champion, and Jazz in a triple threat match in 7 minutes and 17 seconds at WrestleMania 19. Very nice. Victoria's got those crazy eyes. Love it. I've always enjoyed her gimmicks. Like, she's done a range of different gimmicks, and I think we actually may have actually had her... Was it one of our TNA shows I think we did last year? It was TNA Turning Point. I think she actually featured there when she was going by the name Tara, which was her old gimmick. She didn't use the name Victoria when she was in Impact Wrestling. Um, but I think we did have her wrestle in a match. I'm just trying to think what it was, but I think we have covered at least one of her TNA matches. Was I drunk in that episode? No, that you were, point? Was that the... no, you were drunk at no. Slammiversary. I got drunk at Slammiversary. <laughs> I decided to celebrate the anniversary by getting shit faced. <laughs> on a podcast and hiccup for half an hour. Sorry. I did, and yeah. side note, I, I played that a few weeks ago as I was going for a drive, and I'm like, this poor fella, this poor guy. <laughs> no, don't. And like I said, <clears throat> after the show, I said I didn't want any sympathy from anybody because I, I put the alcohol in my body. No one else did. So you could say, that poor fella. No, you just go, what a dickhead. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's more, more poor fella that TNA made you drink the alcohol. So, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, it does that. Does that? Just oh, the note, Do you remember? Do you remember anything about that that show? No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what Canadian Club Straight does to you, doesn't it, Real? Oh, it doesn't help that you. Uh, I, uh, I. I started. At, lunchtime and then continued I think I probably that day I drank for like nine hours straight yeah so it didn't help you were like what's wrong doll I've got TNA tonight shit I'm gonna keep uh, drinking no. <laughs> okay go ahead oh DDT great DDT and I believe from memory Jackie and Jazz that was Jazz's first major feud too when she did debut. And she picked up the win. Hmm. Well, this time last year, she was the women's champion. Because remember at WrestleMania... No, it was... Oh, yeah, the 18. She took on Lita and Trish at WrestleMania in Canada. Copping the uh, bit of Beth Phoenix action right there. I'm confused by this because I thought Molly Holly was a heel at this time period when she was doing that look. I don't know. What's, yeah. I, I, there was a time. Was this before or after she became the superhero? Oh, way, this is way after. Way after. Just so yeah. they had nothing for her. No. This was. The hurricane was in 2001. This is two years later. Ooh. The bitch is back. I heard that. You know, they love this. They're planting the seed, eh? Look at that. Get out of my way. 
come here. I want to hold your hand. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> oh. Oh, it's you go right back up. Here we go, JR. <laughs> Let me get my shorts. He literally said that after you said that. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. No. I knew he was going to get, you know. Well, she just walks out. She just laughs it, laughs it off like, okay, whatever. No. Oh, I would have loved it if she went right up to Stevie Richards and just grabbed him by the nuts and starts making out with him and <laughs> says, I got your man. And he's just standing there going, what do, what do I do? What do I do? Oh, this is where Goldust got shocked. Yeah, at the hands of evolution. Uh, Terry Reynolds looks like um, Marlena from the old days. Columbus, Ohio. Just to see, guys, in Australia where we live, we don't get any snow at all unless we drive for you know a couple of hours to go find it. We just don't get it. We've just never experienced snow as kids, even around here. What is this stuff? I've never seen it before. The only thing that comes closer is uh, bloody um, hail. The size of cricket balls that nearly break cars' windscreens. and Pretty much. Oh, jeez. Just smacked him on the head. Look at this uh, safety wall here. Just, you know, all the cords exposed, you know. Jesus. Became a very uh, interesting gimmick that would sort of live on for a couple of years with um, Dustin Reynolds, um, where he would pick up a, a, a Tourette's type mm. of syndrome. Well, I'm trying to think from memory. I think he came back because, again, Booker would have ended up eventually taking on Triple H at WrestleMania for the World Heavyweight title, and I think Goldust may have came back in the lead-up to that, or maybe after that, to go after Batista and Orton. Well, wasn't there a Goldust in the um, the Triple H in the ring together with Ric Flair, and he comes out and he starts, you know, saying, shit, 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 and he starts doing his sort of Tourette's thing, and and Triple H and uh, Flair are just losing it. They're just absolutely laughing their asses off in the ring. And it's one of those gimmicks like that would have worked here, but it just wouldn't work today. No. Like, if someone tried to do that today in 2021, it's like, nah, this just can't do it. it, it it's too difficult to, to sort of take, because again, they were very much at, the, at that time were taking the mickey out of people with acquired brain injuries and also Tourette's are going through trauma what happened to um, to Goldust and I think it's one of those things where it's like they never actually said what it was it was like it's it's the electricity running through his body that gave him that nervous twitch and that's why he's doing it so it's not like they said he had a Tourette's or anything like that it was more just oh yes it's just he got shocked and it's just it's stuffed up his nervous system and that's what's happening to him Look at Dave Batista, a very young Dave Batista here. Only, so, I think he's only got the one arm tattoo too. He doesn't have anything else yet. The sleeves aren't done. Yep. I think he might have had the the belly button he had done too. Belly button. 
Charles the Battle and Potosta. Yeah, there it is. Found it. Show it to me, Drax. Show it to me. <laughs> and this is before he, he was even thinking about going to Hollywood. Well, this is probably one of the strongest. This I would probably say this year was probably one of the strongest of evolution because Hunter would have had the belt for so long. He would eventually have lost it to Goldberg. I think that was September of 2003 at Unforgiven. And then he would have reclaimed it again by the end of that year. And this was the event that by, I think it was the previous, I'm trying to think from memory, I think it was the previous December, every Evolution member had a belt. And that was that shot at, Evo, at Armageddon of them all holding a championship from the IC for Elton, tag belts for Batista and Flair, and then, uh, yeah, Triple H with the World Heavyweight title. I, now we're talking about Mr. Perfect here too. I think this is a... Um... A video package they do for him. Here we go. Yeah, because I don't think they put anything up at the start of the show to say in memory of and then show the picture. Yes. He's a great talent. Like, we've covered a, f- a few of his matches, not a lot on this show, but he's yes. always someone that I've always digged a lot of the stuff he used to do when he was, you know, Kurt Henning in WCW, the West, Test- well, West Texas Rednecks, and Mr. Perfect was a great gimmick as well, and yeah. He's worked with uh, Bobby the Brain Heaton and it was always classic. I just love these vignettes of, like, you know, the strike bowling, throwing the ball and catching it down the other side. It's just so good. And even the pen flick just there, the pencil. Yep. Yep, definitely. I think Bruce and Conrad have done this on What Happened When. They've done a, um, a Mr. Perfect show. And Bruce did a lot of these vignettes with um, Kurt Henning. What's the, what's the flip into the pool, bang? Look at that. In the Continental Champion. Ah, hey, rap. It's crap. And I think, yeah, he actually returned uh, back to the WWE in 2002, so a year before this, said that year's Rumble. He was one of the surprise entrants and had a bit of a stint there, but there I is. believe, yeah, I believe at the end of this year he was in TNA, and yes. he wasn't he wasn't looking good there. He was very very bloated. Um, yes. Mm. Yeah, and he spoke about he the um, the flight from hell, where uh, was it supposedly uh, Brock yeah. Lesnar lost his shit on the plane and. He was one of the men who took the next big thing down. Mm. Got Jax and and uh, Rodney Mack on the same show too, because they're together, aren't they? Yeah, still together now. Yeah, they actually were Beautiful. together at this time period and have been married. And yes, both yes. of Jax's Rodney Mack is actually a follower of our broadcast. I've actually had a few DMs with him. Uh, this is all pre-COVID because he was actually keen to come down to Australia and actually wrestled down here and was like, do you know any promotions that would have been interested? And so I sent him a through con- a few contacts of some of our, you know, Victorian-based promotions, and he said, great, I'll, you know, you know, we'll see what happens with it, but thanks for sending through. But he said, I've always wanted to come down here and do some stuff, and good fellow. And he's coming to stay at your place. Fantastic. <laughs> come on in. Oh, man, seriously. To sit down and have, we have to ask him, do you please jump on the show with us? Hmm. So, just sit down and talk with Rodney. 
Yeah, his, his tenure here, I don't believe, was really long because I know eventually the Jazz Jazz joined the group and they went as a three. But I thought, that, I don't know if it was D'Lo Brown or somebody else may have joined the group as well at some point. But it wasn't a long tenure that Rodney had. Well, I think Theodore Long's talking right here that he actually was with D'Lo Brown. Mm. He dropped D'Lo Brown now and is now with the Mac. Yeah, because he said, if you're down with the brown, you have to be with the Mac, is what he just said, yeah. And it was quite a um, uh, strong that uh, Theodore Long was going back to, because this was the similar gimmick that he had when he was in WCW. Uh, he was very much a um, looking for black rights but by any means necessary, so very much, oh, Jesus Christ, that shoulder block. Like a pounce there, yeah. Jeez. Yeah, he was always great on the stick because he was the one that really, you know, helped Ooh. Doom. He was like the, you know, Doom's mouthpiece, you know, back when you had yes. Farouk and uh, what was his name there that passed away recently? Uh, Butch Reed, when they were Doom, Butch the tag team champions, yeah. <laughs> I love King. IJR. I don't even know what down with the brown means, but okay. Yeah, just be careful, JR. Don't say anything, mate. <laughs> just leave that one alone. You're you're an old you're an old Oklahoma boy who uh, likes to wear a cowboy hat. Just leave it alone. King giving some advice to Jr. about taking on uh, Eric Bischoff tonight. Al Snow with the headbutts. Rodney Max already got a busted eyebrow. One of his piercings probably got. Um... Oh, jeez! Took his head off. Off the ropes. Well, there's a side thing here. Like I'm reading here about uh, about Rodney Mack. It says he actually mm-hmm. made his debut as the name Red Dog, debuting on January 16th, 2003 on SmackDown. He was placed alongside John Cena in an enforcer role, replacing Bull Buchanan, who was betrayed by John Cena. Wow. Because I remember B-Square, that was Bull Buchanan's gimmick, where he would come out and walk with Cena and, you know, do his rap stuff. But he was Red Dog, oh and then God. they dropped it. That was an excellent manoeuvre. He just did that. Oh, hang on. Jack Doan's got the hand up too. Yeah, he had dropped him hard on that neck then, I believe. Yeah. I'll just show you a quick picture while I've got you here. That's what he looks like now, Well, He got jacked up that dude. He's a big fella. Can you just move him in front of your face a little bit? That's him now. Jeez. He's stacked up. Oh, Christian just reminds me of you. <laughs> Thanks, bro. No, it's not a good thing because he's a little. This here is a living, breathing douchebag here. I don't know so, what the negative. Yeah. What's what's the negative? I didn't hear the negative though. You're an ass clown. Ah, uh, that that's that's probably yep. Yeah. Ass cream. Do you see the ass yeah. clown shirt in the, in the middle? God, I wish I had that. That would be fantastic. I think it simply said, you are a ass clown, exclamation mark. He's wearing his Fossey shirt too. Do you have a hat like that, that Christian wears? Yeah, wearing behind, right behind me over on the hat rack over there. On the hat rack, guys? It looks good, because when you have long hair with that, it just really looks good. Yeah, all right, okay. 
It's a pretty good dream, a dream team, though. HBK and Jeff Hardy. That's right. Yeah, they, it's um, sort of Shawn Michaels back in the day when he was a rocker and wrestling with a... And plus, was it Jeff Hardy um, when he first started off with Matt Hardy? Their uh, gear was very much like the Rockers as well, too. Mm. Which in itself, which in itself is very similar to when the Young Bucks debuted. Like they, they looks the same look across different eras, from the Rockers to the Hardys to the Young Bucks. Yeah, piss off, Bucks, go away. Why? I'm not a fan of the Bucks. Well, uh, you know what? Buck you, L. Buck you. Well, buck you. Buck you right back. <laughs> they kicked Tony... Uh, I'm still hot about it. They kicked Tony Schiavone in the face months ago, and I still haven't forgiven them about it. What was the reason to it? Nothing. <clears throat> We're well, bad boys now. He deserved it, L. They go around... They're, they're badasses now going around kicking uh, 65-year-old men in the face. Yeah. Little dick warriors, I call them. Well, they, no shouldn't have, for the they shouldn't have pissed him off. They'll end up getting it again now. You, you have nothing to say because you don't know what you're talking about. No, because I, I love them as a tag team. They're one of my favourite tag teams. No. Yeah. Best in the world? No. That's because Dave Meltzer loves it. Loves their ass. And if he could, he'd probably have a wicked threesome with them. <laughs> Move over, Dave. I'm Tom's here. I'm just... <laughs> Why are you? <laughs> Look at Alan's face, just total disappointment <sighs> and confusion. No, it's not confusion. I know you're an idiot. I know you're doing it purely for a. What's what's Jeff Hardy's theme song here? Because the crowd sounds swinged. Yeah, it's the original Hardy song, but I think this was the uh, time period where he did have a different version of it, though. When you're driving on a wall. Yeah, it sounds. Oh yes, it's the it's the old school Hardy Boys song. Oh, geez, camera action there. What happened there? Yeah, Kevin Dunno. We want different camera angles, twenty angles every shot. Now, supposedly, but when um, Shawn Michaels and Jeff Hardy were talking, yeah, he had uh, some airline difficulties because that's not that's not wrestling gear. Look, look what Shawn's wearing. That's not wrestling gear. Yeah, it was true, though. I don't know back of it. Uh, just saying it just there, though. He said, yeah, he did have some luggage trouble, but he's booked in the match anyway, so off we go. Here we go. No DQ. He just tapes up his fist, and off they went. Yeah, there we go. What was that um, That match? Uh, sorry, the shirt that Shawn Michaels was wearing was, like, stronger than uh, God's... Something about God he had it on, on the back of it. Because this is where he found religion at this time. And I think I made was, two words. I think it says "don't hurt," and then there's something else below that. But I think it would have been a religious, yeah. some type of religious message. Yeah. And, oh, geez, here we go. Oh, and three men in this match are still going strong today. Uh, with oh my god. How good was that, eh? Power slam counter on the outside. And Jeff, you hear Jeff Fantastic. just go, oh my god, he just cringes. Yeah, Shawn Michaels has hung it up now and he's training 
the up and comings in um, NXT. Uh, the shirt says, "Don't hunt what you can't kill." Oh, okay. Uh, maybe that was yeah. probably something he said when he and Hunter were uh, having that street fight at SummerSlam the year prior. Yeah, they had a massive amount of matches. Like one of my favorites was their Bad Blood. They did a uh, Hell in the Cell matchup. Bad Blood, two thousand and four, I believe it was. Uh, that's when Ben Ma was champion, and he took on Kane that that night. But the main event here yeah, was the uh, Hell in the Cell matchup, which was really the last match of their feud. It was like the cap off. Let's finish it. But he also only took on Hunter a few months earlier when it was the Three Stages of Hell for the world title at Armageddon. And looking at the handcuff spot there, did you see the recent <laughs> handcuff spot at uh, with Drew, was it Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman struggle in there and yeah, what's your view on that one? I'm looking forward to seeing Matthew do something with um, Botchamania. Yeah, it was. It, I was watching it, and I'm just the cringe was just getting bigger and bigger. I'm like, and and you could tell Paulie was struggling. It's like I just can't, Roman. I just can't get your hand. I just can't get to it. You're just gonna have to wait. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Big Daddy at the table. But did you see the referee start the count and then get got to about seven and just stop counting? It's like you meant to, he's still count. He's still down. You should continue the count. But it's like Paul, where are we at? Are we good yet? We're not good. Okay, uh, Kevin, stop it, Kevin. Kevin, oh, stop it, stop it. Oh, just cringy. Very cringe. And we got Nick Patrick as that referee as well here too. Why is he counting? It's a no disqualification. But that's Nick, the thing, like you know. You feel like there's not that better commu- like better communication. Like he's treating it like a normal tag, but yes. it's just not clear around that. But it's more like it's the referee's discretion. Some of them choose to let it go, but some will still try and dictate the pace. But like Nick would love this just to be two in the ring right now, right? Even though yeah. legally they don't have to do that, they could stay there and That's just right. double team all they want. Scroll, Mark. Oh. Oh my god, look at this. One arm. Oh. Turn the shirt open. Oh. Jesus. Take, it, take his pants off. We're going to whip him. We're whip him like a government mule. On the gonna kidneys, man. That's on the kidneys. Jesus. And then you would say, he had a bloody coming. He had a bloody coming, he did. <laughs> He shouldn't have been mean to Bischoff earlier. Should have just let him walk down the hallway and he wouldn't have got smacked in the kidney. So. Should have mired his, uh, his leather jacket and moved on. Yeah, it looked like an op shop jacket, didn't it? Like it was, I'll just grab that jacket because my luggage is lost. I need a jacket for this, this segment. Yes, very much so. A, um, <laughs> for people out there who are from the States, uh, op shop is like Salvation Army place where you go and get used clothes just want to clarify that for you guys because Tom thinks you know op shop that everybody knows what it means it's also known as an opportunity shop because you could discover a opportunity at different products no it doesn't yes it does that's what op shop means it means opportunity store that's it's, it's an name. opportunity store yeah that's the name ah okay still don't believe you well, Americans would know thrift shops because they're similar to that. 
that's kind of like a lot of vintage old school stuff call in let us know well, HBK scored a super kick and now he's got the keys here we go see that's how you do it Paulie that's just, just the key goes yeah. in and you twist it and then oh geez, look at this sexy boy but even in a no DQ match a tag's needed nope so he made the tag but it's not needed it, there is no need there is nothing let him find the crowd oh jeez Usually he would do more of a leaping splash instead of doing the Louise Press. He just didn't get enough uh, distance between Christian and himself. The, the uh, boots he's wearing is not really helping that much either. They look like wrestling boots. They look like, you know, cowboy boots. Because I know things about wrestling, yes. Oh, Cheetos. Leftover Cheeto. Another Dorito, thank you. <laughs> would you like a Mountain Dew? And I crack <laughs> open a... <laughs> no, it's not Mount Dew. It's a Coke Zero. The Mountain Dew's next to him, guys. It's only that's the that's the next can. <laughs> no, I have my uh, Mountain Dew pre-mixed with uh, Doritos. Oh, uh, that was disgusting! In a blender, man. that was disgusting. Holy bloody shit. fantastic! Yep. Kicked Sweet him in the music. face. That's it. No, hey, what, what are you doing? What the? Calling in. What's Jeff to get the, the glory? Swanton! Two, three! Take that, Bischoff. Well, this would actually Jeff lead Hardy. to a match at that Sunday where Jericho took on Jeff Hardy in a one-on-one nice. matchup. Hmm. And Shawn Michaels wasn't in action. I don't. Yeah, he wasn't. Didn't compete at all. Next big pay per view matchup was Mania against Jericho, which was a classic matchup. That we watched it at a cinema. Remember all those years ago, Will? Well, yeah, because the I was about to say I was about to ask as well too. This is the year that we are going to see Shawn Michaels and Chris Jericho have that fantastic. I would definitely say it's a nine out of ten match um, at WrestleMania. It was bloody fantastic. And the ending is just purely just beautiful. You know, he, mm. Jericho's crying and they go to each other, give each other a hug and he kicks him in the dick and you're like, Jericho, you're a piece of shit heel. And they've had some pretty big wars. Like, you remember their ladder match at No Mercy a number of years ago for the World Heavyweight Championship and Jericho punched white, uh, HBK's wife and some good stuff for that world title. Look at that main event, Al. Yeah, look at your It's like, what? We've just taken a photo of him sitting down. And we're going to use hey, that to remove what? the background. <laughs> yeah, JR's calling this the main event. This is the main event for tonight. It's like, no, it's not Jim Bob. No, it's not. Oh, it's like, okay. JR, JR, wouldn't you want to delay you having to wrestle? So maybe call that the main event so you can delay yourself out of it. Jesus Christ. And these guys, well, actually had a reign as tag team champions, I believe. I think only a few months earlier. But they were feuding with Booker T and Goldust over the World Tag Team Championship. We're just talking about the Hurricane, and now he's here. 
And he's a great follow on Twitter, guys. Go out and check out Shane Helms on Twitter. He's a very good follow. Great follow. Tells it like it is. And um, take makes fun of himself, which is great. And I think he sometimes you know, does some tweets, uh, videos with his children, I think he does, mm. and just making fun of himself. Fantastic. Well, he wrestled, I think, at the Royal Rumble. Didn't he make an appearance in that similar to his Austin Triple H moment with a double choke slam? And I think he ended up getting chucked out in the same same spot a few weeks ago. But he doesn't look like... He looks like a very different Hurricane now. Yeah. He actually did some good yeah. stuff when he was um, in Impact Wrestling. He was actually a heel manager when he was there for a little bit. Yeah. Cool. It was going by the name. I don't think it was Gregory Helms, but it wasn't Shane Helms. It was a different name altogether. But he was a heel manager of, I think it's Cameron Graves, who actually competes in NXT now. He managed him when he was in Impact Wrestling. Yeah, it's College Boy. Yeah, we've actually spoken, I think, nearly everything about Nowinski when we did one of our previous shows where we talked about his head concussion trauma work that he does and a lot of work with, I think, when Chris Benoit passed away, I think he was involved in that too, determining, you know, the level of injury that he had sustained over many years in the ring. Um, but we actually, yeah, he, done a few of his matches. Well, was he the man who studied Chris's brain? Uh, I think uh, he would have been one of many that would have been involved, yeah. but I think he was one, yeah. But he would have retired, I believe, within, I think it was this year. I think in 03, 04, he might have finished up his career. Yeah, got into, didn't he get into a match with um, Steiner? He broke his face. Yeah, I think from memory it was a hammer fist or a forearm shot during one of their matches. And he um, had to wear that mask. I might have a quick look and see when his tenure did finish up. Sure. Oh, so geez, it states here... Okay, so it says here at Bad Blood. So Bad Blood took place in May, May, June, I think it was, of this year. Nowinski and Rodney Mack defeated Bubba Ray and Devon Dudley. Nowinski wrestled his final match with WWE due to him suffering post-concussion syndrome on the June 23rd episode of Raw in a losing effort against Maven. After a full year of post-concussion symptoms, he chose to retire from the ring. So only looking at the date, within four months, he would have actually retired just like to apologize to scott steiner i i didn't think you did it anyway good on you please don't kill me i think uh, what you're confusing though i think he did injure him in storyline okay yeah but still um please don't kill me mr scott steiner and <laughs> set your tiger on me Oh, also, too, I've got to do a bit of a follow-up to our um, some of our brethren out there for our tweet um, that was about a, a week ago about the glizzy uh, hot dog, uh, Suvalaki, or gyro. I've been meaning to actually... Um, I don't want to go out and get it because it was disgusting, but uh, when this covid stops, I'm actually going to maybe go to the store and try to get a photo of it or what's inside of it. So uh, watch this space, guys, and uh, be ready to <coughs> see a glizzy uh, servo lucky. Yeah, the tweet actually came from the Smackin' It Raw podcast. 
Uh, I love that name. At Matt Ritter on Twitter. It's M-A-T-T-R-I-D-D-E-R, and it's called Smackin' It Raw. And he wrote to Alan saying, all right, at Brocast, am I really hearing that he ordered a gyro with a hot dog in it instead of lamb and chicken? A hot dog? Question mark. How is that even an option? (laughs) Yeah, well, uh, when I get a moment, I will be sharing it with to our brothers and sisters on the Twitter. And a fellow called Philski at Phil underscore Sosik wrote to that response, did I just get a new idea? Dot, dot, dot. Yep. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Well, good luck to you, sir. I did enjoy the um, the <laughs> glizzy soundbite to use in that, in that episode from the, uh, from the TikToker. Uh, I remember yeah. showing you a whole bunch of um... oh there we go that was quick well, a winner a winner over um, Christopher Lewinsky using the net breaker because he can't use the uh, break, uh, gonna break your neck that was such a crazy move that one man like the margin of error was so slim with that I love this. And just quick, we're going to make fun of him, but just a quick one. This is the second time that Val Venus has betrayed JR. Really? Take your time. What was the first? Oh. <laughs> With China and Ivory back when they were feuding yeah, in right. 2000. Yeah, 2001 over the Women's <laughs> Championship. Take your time. He's got the cowboy hat on. Yeah, well, Ivory's got a neck brace crying. <laughs> I'll be every day for the wrestling it. That was quite that was some cringe worthy stuff as well too. Well it was very real. Like when we watched that rumble when she did the cartwheel and then the back elbow and then just face plants. You're like, oh shit, is this real? And I came across a video the other day and it was a match where I think it was Hurricane and Kane against Storm and Regal, and there's this part where Kane body slams Regal and KO'd him. Mm. Like Regal was out. And Kang's like, yep, yeah, goes for a cover and has to lift Regal up to kick out. But Regal's just paused, just lying there, and I'm like, oh my god, that's just cringy and scary. So just before there, there guys, they showed the official theme song um, for No Way Out was Evermore. No, it was Evanescence, Bring Me to Life. Uh, Evanescence? Whatever. <laughs> just sadly, I still have that CD, so... I think most people do at this time. If you grew up watching, and it was also, I think, the one of the main theme songs to the Daredevil movie that had um, Ben Affleck in it and Jennifer Gardner. You know, I've never seen that. I've never seen Elektra or Daredevil. They're, for their time, because yeah, again, back in 2003, guys, we weren't getting many superhero movies. We got the Spider Man movies uh, by Sam Remy you would have you would have had Blade before that I believe that was like 99 or something like that yeah but did they they were R rated so they were going into Mm. like like some real I mean yes they are from the Marvel Universe they didn't really associate with Marvel or with Spider-Man did and so did Daredevil as well unfortunately Electra went straight to DVD. Mm. I don't, down here, I don't think you got a, a uh, Australian release. 
Yeah, well, I think you want, it's kind of like they did Marvel Knights first. Like, you know, Daredevil, Spider-Man, Blade. All you needed was Ghost Rider and Punisher. Punisher was 04. And I think X-Men had already happened. They've already done probably the first two by this period. Um, but really the MCU, you know, really didn't kick in until a lot later. Because um, they don't consider Hulk, you know, the original Hulk a part of that. It's a separate thing, the Eric Banner Hulk. Uh, I think it was Ronnie no. Zoo did that film. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we, we pretend that movie didn't exist. And that's sadly, that's because with the Edward Norton Hulk as well too, that is part of that uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe, but we don't talk about Liz or um, Edward Norton's Hulk. It's Ruffalo mm. now. Yeah, well, there's some big things coming. Like, you know, WandaVision's kicking a lot of goals there on Disney+. Plus, and, you know, there's they've announced some more projects. It's a big year for comic book movies. You know, there's even, even video game films. I think they announced recently that they're doing a Last of Us TV series. Mm-hmm. Also, I think Borderlands is getting a, an actual one, and even, I think it was Metal Gear Solid. So you're looking at getting mm-hmm. some games to film soon. So if you love your pop watch culture, your gaming, and your comic books, you know, watch that space. Uncharted as well. Yeah, uh, Tom Holland doing a younger version. Yeah, Nathan Drake. Very cool. You just feel bad watching this, man. <laughs> like this is just false, Mike. <laughs> no, not really. Because he he lives for this. Jesus Christ! It's funny that we have a superhero in training right there as well, too, in the ring just because we had Hurricane in the ring just before. Yeah, we would have got the future of Omaga in Jamal. Do you you hear what those guys, Hulk Hogan and his mates, were just chanting to Rico then? No. Would you like me to tell you? Or do you think we... You can actually beep it if you want. Yeah, I'll beep it. They just called... They were just chanting to Rico, you're a f***. Oh, come on, guys. And there is a security guard in the yellow just not doing anything there. Mm. Wow. Different time. But even side note, like I watched a Raw from 05 about three days ago, and like they actually had, this, I'll say the word, they had slut chants actually happening in the crowd. They didn't edit them out. And then Trish, who was actually having them said, actually said, don't, don't slut shame Lita. Like she said it on the mic. So they, they acknowledged the audience and said it. I'm like, what? They're actually saying it? I mean, this is just a, such a different time. Well, this day and age, it's not. It's actually not an insult people really found it when you and I were in high school. When you were called a slut, it was just like, oh my God, how dare you? It was like mm-hmm. a real insult. But now it's sort of um, been embraced. It's been owned. And it's, it is by... Um, by women who are going, yes, I, I so say it myself with as one. Don't shame me. So, but I also think it's a lot of the music today. Like words and music make it more common. Like if you look at like Cardi B and stuff like that, they acknowledge yes. that in their songs, and it's like women go. But I feel for girls, it can confuse you because it's like, oh, so that word was bad. Now it's not. But it's still to me, it's still not a word I would want my daughter saying. So it's like it's a weird one. But again. It, it, like you say, it is a weird, but it's a generational gap too. Mm. Again, like I said, like growing up hearing that word, that was a that was a bad, that was a bad word. 
that was like the big three. That was, mm. that was like combining with the big three. You don't, you don't, you don't say it. Now you can say the three. I'll just cut them out. I'll censor it. I'm not saying the big three because you don't like me swearing anymore. Oh bloody hell! I'll say it. Number one is <laughs> number two is <laughs> and number three is <laughs> that's it. You, you probably didn't need to say beep after you said the word because I'll add the beep because I was going to go beep beep beep. beep. <laughs> now we've probably still got oh, one of God. these. I reckon at Mum and Dad's. I reckon the old ruthless aggression yearbooks you would get. Yeah, I think we had the. Um, yeah, I think we have one. Ooh. Oh boy. So yeah, we want you to keep talking about it. Just keep talking about the fact you're going to get really injured later on. Again, he didn't want to talk about this at all because again, he's taking a a one of the boys' opportunity to be in wrestling. Some Starburst. Man, I, love, Starburst. I love Starburst, it's, man. I love them. Shove them up my bum. <laughs> I do. Tom does. Tom does. I just want to clarify that. Like he does with the Skittles. <laughs> Funny note, though, just a side thing. I actually used to buy Skittles and Starburst Ringles because I used to, they were like a little donut, and I would put my Skittle in the hole of the Ringle and then eat them. So. <laughs> oh, here we go. We we're just talking about this about an hour ago. Hollywood Hogan versus The Rock 2. Yeah, rematch from WrestleMania 18. Yes. We got Triple H Steiner. This is a rematch from the Royal Rumble, which I believe ended in a disqualification. So Hunter kept the belt. Yes. This is the six-man tag that I mentioned earlier. So the Road to WrestleMania. Yes. I must say that Regal, uh, sorry, that um, Kurt Angle show is fantastic. Mm, it's very good. Very well done. And actually, Al, I just realised that that was this is the match where Regal got concussed. That was the match it, up here that I'm one. looking at. That was that match. If you go have a chance, oh. watch watch this show and go to that match, and you'll see the actual injuries. It's it makes makes you cringe. The Undertaker versus the Big Show. Whoa. Yeah, so that's coming from how he took out Taker when he took on Brock at Survivor Series for the uh, for the world title. Billy Kidman takes on Matt Hardy for the Cruiserweight title. And then Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Eric Bischoff. Suspect at best. And even then, if you think about it, like, he had that match against Bischoff and the match against The Rock, and I believe that was it. He didn't wrestle anything yep. after that because he became the GM on Raw. And no, went against was, Bischoff. His match, yeah. his match against The the Rock was uh, his, the retirement match. Hmm. You're damn right we're going to win. It's a weird question. Yeah. Are you going to win? Oh, well, I guess I want to, but, you know. <laughs> I don't think I will. I don't. Triple H has got this reign of terror, so I'm not going to win shit. I'm going to uh, go in there, get my ass handed to me. Batista's going to use a power bomb on me. I haven't got a goddamn chance. What do you think, little lady? Yeah, if you actually watch the Royal Rumble match and this match at No Way Out, they just didn't work well together. Like Steiner and Triple H, they're just their styles clashed a lot. A lot. Steiner was very stiff, 
like wasn't as easy to take a move set but also didn't sell very well and yeah. i think triple h was just happy to move on after sunday and focus on the booker t feud but it was a very weird two months that these guys feuded with for that world heavyweight championship didn't we have a um there was a muscle pose down as well too a pose down yeah I believe, I believe it was one of the first roars of that year because it was on the road to the Royal Rumble because again yep. Steiner didn't win a championship opportunity he simply interrupted Triple H and said I want that championship and then they did yeah, the oil down pose down to actually end mm-hmm. a raw show yeah someone got oil in the eye or something yeah some crap like that still this to have Scott Steiner and Booker T team up, did we forget what happened at WCW? Mm. No, no, no. Clearly, different company never happened. And we've actually covered them as partners when we did that Turning Point show last year in TNA. Mm-hmm. That was about. Yeah. I think I, I the, brought that uh, up as well too. The main event Mafia mm, with Kurt Angle and uh, what was it, Kevin Nash? That is correct. And even, like, Steiner's tension here, like, even this was his only, like, major championship opportunity because within the next few months he was feuding with Test over Stacey. And then, and then and that just turned to shit. And then there was a match where, what was it, if Test won, he got the services of not only Stacey but also Scott Steiner. And he won that one, yeah. didn't he? Test won yeah. that one, didn't he? Yeah. I have the big bad booty daddy and I have Stacy as my <laughs> valets, would you say? Yeah, it was also Services. known for their um, their bad blood match where Steiner fell off the apron when he went to go for yeah. a double axe handle. Tess wasn't even there, and he fell <laughs> straight over him. So Too busy yeah. arguing with uh, Stacy. His old theme song. Yeah. Look at Flair. Flair looks healthy there, doesn't he? Very healthy. Look at Batista, he's so skinny. And even that, skinny though, but they said 318 pounds. Just lean. It doesn't look like, you know, Drax from the Guardians of the Galaxy movie, or the, you know, just the, uh, again, he hasn't got all the tattoos. The shaved head, that was the thing. Mm Mm-hmm. But even like when we had The Rock, remember The Rock around this time looked nothing like The Rock today. Like he looked like he ate him. The Rock today is just so thick. The Rock back here was slender, fit, but wasn't lifting massive weights and getting jacked up. Exactly. And was Randy Orton injured at this time or was he just, you know, just being his ever-loving, smart-ass self here? Well, I think he had just returned because remember he was doing the Randy the Randy News Report um, around November, December, so I think he only just came back. I think he wasn't fully cleared, but this would end up being a big year for him because he would have won the IC title at the end of that year and then eventually yep. go on to feud with Mick Foley um, WrestleMania 20. That's right. Randy taking that uh, bloody... Uh, he went for the RKO and Mick Foley stops him and throws him shoulders, all shoulders and head into the tax. Ooh. Yeah, that was a great matchup. That was the hardcore yes. match. I see a bit of backlash 04. 
and I love that it was for the Intercontinental title. Mm. And um, Randy got the win over McFoley. It's time to play the game. This definitely was during that time of Triple H's reign of terror, wasn't it? Yeah, well, he was a, he's a five-time world heavyweight champion. Evolution's in full force now. He had a, many different feuds that year. But I would say 02, 04, 02, 03, 04, very, very big year for Evolution. You don't want to play me. I'm control. Come on, Tom, let's hear your Triple H theme. Do you want me to sing his song? If you want to, which version would they? Whatever, what, whatever, man, just go, just go for it. Um, it's all about the game and how you play it. Play nicely. Hmm. All right, yep, good on you. Play nicely, guys. <laughs> Don't hurt each other. Easy, easy. Maybe to put the starburst up your bum. <laughs> it was in my ringle. There it is. Oh, come here, you little scamp. <laughs> oh, nice spinning wheel kick there from Booker T. And this was really one of the full years where they actually almost Raw and SmackDown didn't talk about each other. Like it's two separate brands, two separate companies. They only came together for the Big Four, which was the Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, SummerSlam, and Survivor Series. But it really was this whole brand war. You know, Raw had their own pay-per-views, SmackDown had their own shows, uh, and it was definitely competition yeah. between them. Which is great too, because again, we um, there was no competition here, was there? You know, there, the ECW and uh, and WCW were long gone. They were way back in the in the rearview mirror, and um, was that TNA was just starting up uh, they would have been coming up to a year a year in June yep. yeah the only companies you would have had in the US was Ring of Honor and TNA at this time period but again those two companies alone are no sort of threat to no. the um, WWE at all the the, uh, the conglomerate that the WWE is but it's also like looking at the separate brands like you think today's product every November we know we're going to get Raw versus Smackdown where at this time period they didn't do that like the idea of the brands is yes you have your own shows but it never led to an eventual Raw versus Smackdown it wouldn't be till years later so a Survivor Series would just feature co-branded but no match where they fought against one another um, mm-hmm. it wouldn't come until a long time which we see what for the last what 10 years or so we've got that here in the uh what from 2010 i would say up i believe mm-hmm. that's right um and it's the sadly to say but it's the uh the chant that john cena got back in the day it's the same old shit mm-hmm. every year back at these days back when we were watching wrestling at this time it was it felt brand new it felt kind of special of you know what we were getting oh look at Flair oh jeez that's he's brave he's brave but even looking at Steiner too like his actual gear has already changed because originally on the 
he's left side it would be the superman symbol where That's now correct. he's got the american flag with the number one written on there but it used to be the superman symbol that he would have yeah i would imagine you would have to probably change that when he first came over to uh world wrestling federation because i think the 90 debuted at survivor series he was wearing the superman symbol and it would have been hey actually we can't pay royalties for that we're going to make you up something we're going to use the american flag put the number one there there we go nick Pat- nick patrick is doing a shit job as a referee here <laughs> but it's fantastic because this is what this is like old school horseman stuff here that um they would do back in the day yeah what JJ Dillon distracting the referee Ollie Anderson getting a couple of shots in or and Anderson just not even tagging in just doing the loud clap and then just dispersing as well too but that's what I love about Tully Blanchard you know AEW doing that stuff with you know FTR it's great Mm -hmm. it's very cool very very cool And um, again, people sort of complain about it online by saying they've got all these uh, older wrestlers. You know, what about the youth? You're like, it's kind of nice now to you know those people complaining. You're like, be quiet. Again, get that chino just out of your beard. Um, just know that we're getting some old school guys, but they're not taking the spotlight away mm. from the new and up and coming wrestlers. Well, that's like they compare Goldberg and Sting. You know, Goldberg coming back recently, taking on Drew McIntyre, Sting returning on AEW, siding with Derby. Think about it. You know, Goldberg went took took the loss to Drew, which I think I, I was literally half up. I didn't know what they were going to do. I'm like, I really hope they don't give Goldberg the belt. Don't let it drop. Don't have let it happen. But I think the Sting thing is maybe it's more of like a mentor to Derby. He's not trying to stand in front of Derby. He's behind Darby. He's helping him because mm-hmm. Darby's really not good at the promos. Sting really is, so he's yeah. like the the voice yes. box for that. Maybe it leads to a match. I heard a rumor around that. I think there's more of a talk around a Cody versus Sting match. They're talking about maybe later on in the year, maybe for an all out or something like that, because um, they have planted the seeds for that to eventually occur. So we'll just see what happens there. Jeez, Batista just took off Booker T's head. With that lariat, Jesus! And that was he a left—that was a left hand as well, and it wasn't yes. even a right. Oh, oh my God! Oh, jeez! Well done. Punch in the head for. Oh, here we go. Oh, Randy. This is like the old days of the Horsemen. It's bloody fantastic. Mm. Oh, it'd be like the Road Warriors going against the. Uh, the horseman back in the day. Oh, jeez. Hunter sold that well. Oh, my God, he took the... Wow. See, that's good because it's like, you know that Steiner and Hunter's going to finish on Sunday. How do you plant the seed for the next feud going forward? So there's your WrestleMania matchup slowly being planned out now. Because, again, he got a pin over the world champion. Hmm. But I think what they did is because Brock had already won the opportunity at WrestleMania, they did a Raw Royal Rumble or a Raw Battle Royal that Booker T ended up mm-hmm. winning. And that's how he earned the title shot eventually at Triple H at WrestleMania 19. 
I'll see you on Sunday. We're probably going to have a bad match. And you're going to win. No way out. Scott Science just telling it like it is. I love it. Oh, okay, good luck, JR. Here we go. Well, guys, if you're syncing up, we're at one, two, three, four, four, and we've got like I think less than ten minutes left of this show, guys. That's right, ten minutes left, guys. We're going to see Eric Bischoff take on good old JR. I was going to say, move Thank over, you. move over, Ricardo Omega. <laughs> we got JR and Bischoff. <laughs> yes, and we've got the coach. This is also at that time too, where Coach became a uh, like a heel. Yeah, the heel commentator, because he would join up with Jr. and King, and sort of be like Eric Bischoff's uh, voice as a heel commentator. Yeah, then they end up having that match, didn't they, against what Al Snow and Coach against King and Jr. Right. The winners announced Raw. Yeah. And you had a two-man booth that was heels running raw for a while. Yeah, that was pretty uh, terrible. And I'm surprised this hasn't been covered before on either Grilling JR or 83 Weeks. Yeah, I wonder. This was talked about in his book, though. Okay, what, JR's book or Bischoff's book? Yes, yeah. Okay. Uh, um, JR's book, yes. And like he said, he wasn't a big fan about doing this either because, again, it's taking somebody, you know, somebody, some young talent's opportunity to be in the ring. Mm. And he, he's old, and he's like, like my old ass shouldn't be in the ring. No one wants to see this. But then I think it goes back to that when you're writing a product, you know, you don't want to put the talent and have the talent experience this because then they might not ever get over. But JR's already over. You know who he is. So if anyone could sell this well, it would be him. But again, yes. I can see where people come from of him saying, well, I don't want to take away a spotlight from somebody else. But you yeah. also don't want to put someone in there that it damages them too much. So Got some watermelon action here. It probably wouldn't be, but um, yeah. But <laughs> Yeah. Is that wrestling? No. He's probably get out there, to, you know, doing some hunting. Watch this one. I'll watch this man. Jesus, Al. There's watermelon everywhere, man. That's a waste. Really Look clean at that. that shit up. He's dead now. You would have killed him, Al. You would have kicked him in the brain. His brain would be everywhere. A center block. Oh, here we come. JR, what are you doing, man? I wouldn't interrupt him. No, I'd be like, nah. <laughs> I would have loved to stop and get Pyro. Batista does the guns. Da, 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 da. Bang! Yeah! Da, 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 da. <laughs> oh, there's our concept up there, guys. There it is. Oh, Sorry, man. whose hand am I on again? I'm on... Um, yeah, uh, you're on the head of Morley, and I'm on the head of Bishop. Yes. Cool. Okay, great. I'm, I'm not going to lie, it's much better with the uh, <clears throat> you not being on the body of Stephanie McMahon. <laughs> uh, 
Look at look at our referee. Oh no. I love it, man. He was, the, he was at the beginning of our night and now he's gonna end it. JR just goes, Alright then, dick kick, off we go. <laughs> that's right, that's what I'm gonna do right here. So everything is legal, so Belvis is gonna get involved somehow. <laughs> so JR gets a gun, pulls a gun out. <laughs> oh go shit. Go on the floor. Take your pants off. Take a yes. Tells it every. Oh my god, what's going on here? Jay? Just, pin, just pin me, Jay. Just pin me. No, no. not yet. Oh. Molly, get your dick out. Piss on it. <laughs> what? What's going on? Look at Bishop. Look at that. Come on, yeah, let's go. I am karate man. The crazy. This is so true. He knows how to do this. He and uh, Ernest the Cat Miller. A legit sparring partners of how to kick the shit out of people. Oh, jeez! I could. Just, I just would have imagined them guys laughing about this match backstage, like how we're going to do it. I'll do the crane thing, then you smack me, and I like. I just love it. All right, Morley, easy up, you dickhole. This is JR selling that one. That rib's already broken, I reckon. Yep, just yeah, yeah, big time. He, he's uh now. Was JR? I'll have to go back and watch this No Way Out, but I don't think JR was on the horn for that show, was he? Or I think no, I think for most of the show he's not. But I I believe he came back for the Austin Bischoff match. I think he calls that match. Yeah, I think. Don't quote me though. Yeah, I think you're right. Look at Earl. (laughs) What's he? He's doing so. Oh, Oh, um. There's no need for the center block there, uh, Morley. Oh, shit. Uh, oh, shit. Please. Nah, there's no need for this. Guys, guys. Look at, look at Earl. Don't do this! Uh, he won't do it. Good, he's got a heart. Oh, shit. Uh, okay, there we go. And oh, dead. yep. <laughs> well. Jesus Christ. Oh, he comes the king now. King's had enough. Yeah, he's coming down. What's he going to do? I just would have loved Bischoff to just done a big massive Capoeira kick. Yep. Bang goes King, takes just him down. <laughs> super kick. Just a crazy spin oh, kick. Je- oh, there we go. Kicked him in the chest. No. Good. The, the king of Memphis is here. We go. Oh, down. Yeah, and Jr. Ain't moving. Get out of the ring. But, uh, Chief Morley's got watermelon all over his um, all up his back. <laughs> oh, jeez! Listen to that crowd, man. They're the heat on Bischoff. Yeah, you can understand what? why there's. Oh God, he's up, and he's busted. I don't think they should. Have... Well, you, you can't really get up though. Come on, guys! It's a cinder block. Oh, here we go, guys. Tom's trying to understand wrestling logic again. Why wouldn't you just pin him on the ground? He's already knocked out. It's Eric Bischoff. He's just sending a message to Stone Cold Steve Austin here. Mm. Here we go, here we go. Finishing strike, Mortal Kombat style. Just end oh, it. man, look. Come on, you son of a bitch. Kick me! Kick me! Good blade job there from JR. Mm. Good sell- selling here, too. 
the crowd is behind him. Oh, hard punch. Yeah, that was, that was a, looked like a legit. <laughs> Pulls his beating heart out. <laughs> this is for you, Stone Cold, throws it. What the? Oh, it's that, it's that. What the? Okay. Yeah. That was all as fuck. He, that was. <laughs> <laughs> he lifted his Sorry. shoulder up, though. Yeah, he had him in a cuddle lock. You know, yeah. you know when you're sprinting your missus? Yeah. You know, you saw the doing that around the head. He was all like, I was waiting for him to kiss his neck or start, to, and it's, you know. But Earl was confused, though. He's whispering. like, oh, am I doing? Oh, okay. What yeah. do I do? Uh, okay. He's talking into his elbow again. He's, he's listening to his head headset, what Vince is saying. Oh, Just count it. Steve Wise is here. He, come on, hurry up. It's getting everywhere, mate. He can't open it. Here we go. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I drank too much. He's doing the, um, Oops. More beers. <laughs> just dropped one. If, if I was the guy who threw the beers, I'd just be chucking them really hard. <laughs> you got Molly's oh. got the microphone now. Yeah, Molly's on the horn. Could probably end it up here now, guys. We don't need to hear anymore. Good afternoon, good evening, or good night. <laughs> Look at Earl. You need to leave him alone. You need to stop Molly. You need to stop it. You need to stop oh, it. Dropped another beer. Hey, give it here. Hey, have a beer. And all of you can go suck a dick. <laughs> I love how Bischoff is sipping the beer. Yeah. And trying to be all hardcore and shit. It's, <laughs> it's fantastic. But he, he sips it and then crushes it and so much comes out after the crushing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm not drinking this shit. Oh, 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 oh. What the? Oh, yeah. And that's it, guys. There we go. Last voice we hear on this show is the uh, the coachman. Any there comments, questions, Al, before we finish up this month? What a very interesting show we just covered there, guys, with uh, the last uh, Raw leading up to 2003's No Way Out. What a lot of fun that was. Well, just to break down the card for next month. So Jericho defeated Jeff Hardy. Storm and Regal defeated Kane and Van Dam to keep the World Tag Team Championship. Matt Hardy made weight and defeated Billy Kidman to become the new Cruiserweight Champion. The Undertaker defeated Big Show via submission. Brock Lesnar and Chris Benoit defeated Team Angle in a two-on-three handicap matchup. Uh, Triple H defeated Scott Steiner in 13 minutes to keep the World Heavyweight Championship. Stone Cold Steve Austin defeated Eric Bischoff in 4 minutes and 26 seconds. And in the main event, The Rock defeats Hulk Hogan in 12 minutes and 20 seconds to beat Hogan twice in a row uh, before moving across to the feud with Austin at WrestleMania 19. That is correct. So, guys, just before we finish up, I want to give a shout-out to not one, but two great podcasts that we support, and we want you guys to support them too, so check out their promos. Do you like professional wrestling, movies, sports, pop culture? Do you want to hear three wacky guys talk about any and all combinations of any of these things? Well, View From The Top Rope is the podcast for you. Releasing weekly on Thursdays, Diesel, JR, and myself, Chad, answer any and all questions from our amazing high flyers listen to view from the top rope only on 
the Visionaries Wrestling Network across iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and multiple others. You from the top rope, your favorite podcast, favorite podcast. This is Brian H. Waters here, one half of the wrestling realm. As we celebrate our 10th anniversary, we invite you to join in the celebration by subscribing to our YouTube channel. That's going to youtube.com slash the wrestling realm. Realm spelt with a W. Also, make sure you follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Wrestling Realm. Like the fan page on Facebook at The Wrestling Realm. And last but certainly not least, find us on Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora Podcasts, and Anchor at The Wrestling Realm. This is Brian H. Waters signing off. Back to the broadcast podcast. All right, guys, we are back and we're at the tail end of what has been a great episode for our 57th Wrestling Companion as we went back and watched Monday Night Raw, February 17th, 2003. Alan, any final comments before we finish up this month? Thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, again, this has been a very interesting uh, couple of days for us down here in Victoria. Again, I hope um, we have served us a distraction to you during this trying time with this effing virus it can just go away please it'd be fantastic again guys try to do the social distancing and wash your hands wear a mask come on it's easy to do please do it guys we can get through this uh, again shout out to you tom for all the stuff you do for this show uh, shout out to all our sponsors as well too all our other affiliates as well so thank you everyone and also, too, guys, in regards to the socials, you can check us out on Twitter, or one word, the broadcast, T-H-E-B-R-O-K-A-S-T. Also on Instagram on the Procast Podcast, uh, Apple iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, Highcast, CastBox, and we now have a YouTube channel. You can check us out on YouTube at the Brocast Podcast. All episodes have now been put on there in audio form if you want to check us out in the video format. And side note, Alan, we're getting some good downloads on YouTube, which is really cool. That's very cool that we are on the uh, on the Ubi Tube, guys. Check us out if you know if you want to go back and uh, sort of want to have that. It's sort of the background as you're doing your own thing. Yes, we're on YouTube, so check it out. And in regards to what's coming up next, guys, so on Sunday, the 28th of February, we're giving you one more episode for this month. So we're giving you four, two live shows and two TBK vaults, and we're going to be giving you not one but two matches as we're going to be taking the Hulk Hogan versus Sting World Championship match from WCW Super Brawl 8 from 1998. And we're going to be actually adding that in with the Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan Fastlane 2015 main event. So that'll be coming out on Sunday, the 28th of February. But I think, guys, it's time to finish up. And as we say each and every episode, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or... Good night.
Yeah, guys, thanks for sticking around. Now we're going to go back and listen to a classic TBK moment. Hard shots. I do. Well, who? What are we going to do? Complete. Just talk about you know how work's been going. I don't want to talk about work. I don't want to talk about my life. My life. Yeah. My life's fine. My fine. I'm fine. What the? What's going on here? You're struggling there. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're talking about. Some, I can do play by play. What, what some are we going to do? Some robot breakdown. Then <laughs> just sit quietly. I'll just sit there and just be quiet and have dead air for five minutes. Just, fart. just sniff every so. Long. I'm still here, guys. Sniff, <laughs> sniff, fart, adjust. Just. Yeah. Is I'm, it? Still, I'm, oh. here, I'm here, guys. Don't. Uh, just yeah. cough like that on yourself. <laughs> 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 what is it, the uh, odd couple two? Fnair! Fnair! If you say trifecta one more time. I, I would strap my hands around your fucking neck. So, for the fifth time, uh, would you shut, shut the, the fuck up? <laughs> so good, guys.